Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we understand, it's that money can be confusing. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money today on Talking Sense. Have you ever caught yourself indulging in retail therapy? Do you struggle with making emotional shopping decisions that you regret later? Don't worry, we have too. And help is here. We're breaking down things you can do to help yourself cut back on emotional spending. Now, we've all heard my story about when we were on quarantine, how I got a little hefty on the Amazon ordering and ended up with like 50 face mask spacer things that I couldn't use. So we all have those times. But we also need to learn how to break those cycles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, hey, listen, no judgment. Just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when we were talking about the show notes today, Mark looks over and he goes, haven't we talked about your thing with Amazon like 15 times? But, you know, yes, we have, because <laughs> I believe in transparency, okay? But if you've ever found yourself in that boat, we have a few life rafts to throw, and we hope that'll help you get free from this financial struggle. But before we even get into that, I feel like it's important to talk about common triggers, too, because it's not always about being stressed, Right. Yes. So there's many emotions here that can trigger those uh, those spending sprees and unhealthy habits. So one of them is jealousy. Right. So keeping up with the Joneses, never a good reason uh, to to go out and get that credit card uh, mm-hmm. busted open. So that as well as guilt. Right. So if if you don't get this and for so-and-so, right, mm-hmm. for whether it be a birthday party, whatever it is, then they might not feel loved. And, well, we've seen this, too, in people's retirement. Like, well, they gave a gift to this child, so now they've got to give the same gift to everybody. And so, like, if you That's have a true. kid that, you know, they needed this thing, well, you've got to get it for everybody, even if they don't need it. Yeah. So that's the one that guilt really gets. And as a mom, I, I feel that one in my heart. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not there yet. <laughs> yes. And then there's the fear. If I don't get it now, I'm going to miss out on this opportunity or I'm going to miss out on the sale and I just, I've got to get it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sadness. I, I feel miserable. I want to buy something to make me feel better. For me, it's usually food, which is not a good thing. Yeah, actually, <laughs> me too. Me too. And then, and then this last one, I, I, um, you wrote achievement, but I want to say maybe entitlement might be better. Ooh. So I have Harsh. earned this. Harsh, I have yeah. earned this. Yeah, that so. is. So so let's break, you know, if, if you've struggled with any of these triggers becoming a problem for you, let's break down some practical steps you can take to stop that. Mm-hmm. So first thing, we've talked about this before, so we're not going to get into too much detail, but deleting your credit card information from websites and apps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we already talked about uh, you deleting your credit card information from Amazon. Yes. Way to go. Yes. Many of us have our information stored on the sites that we use the most. And the ease of that purchase can increase impulse buying. For me, it was that buy now button. It mm-hmm. was my kryptonite for a while there. Um, so removing your credit card from those websites or apps causes you to pause because then you got to go get your wallet. You got to type it in. And even that just momentary pause might help you realize that this is an emotional purchase and not in your best interest. Yeah. And you can lengthen that and make it a cooling off period, right? So creating a boundary for yourself that requires you you know, to kind of stop for a few days, just mm-hmm. think about it and realize if it's more of a want and less of a need. Yes. So this is something that my husband and I have always required when it comes to big purchases, but little purchases add up too. So when you get that impulse where you're just like, I got to get something right now to deal with this problem, go ahead and put it in your cart, but don't allow yourself to buy it right away. Cause you might find that even 24 hours later, it's really not as important as you thought it was. So the urgency wears off and you can take a breath. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and also make sure to remember the why. All right, so put printouts of your goals all over the place, you know, next to where your computer is, and take a moment to consider the impact of the situation. And I want to camp out on this one a little bit. Yeah. Because I think the why is so important. So let's start with, do you have a why for your mm-hmm. financial goals? Do you Have you taken time to pause and think about where you want to be, whether it's, you know, a year from now or 10 years from now, where you want to be at retirement? If you haven't paused to figure out what your why is for the financial decisions you're making, then you're just going to be like a boat tossed by the wind every day and it's Mm going to be all emotional whether it's good decisions or bad decisions and and often our emotional decisions aren't great right exactly so i mean that's that's really behind uh you know a lot of our meetings with our clients Mm -hmm. is you know kind of going back to the plan and by going back to the plan it's always a conversation of you know the the why Mm -hmm. right why are we doing what we're doing you know and ultimately we go back to uh, those specific considerations that make a plan uh, our, our clients very unique and specific plan uh, it's because you know they, they everybody has uh, the, the goals their uh, their loved ones that they're you know making all these all these plans for and working hard to provide uh, you know the, the money to I was having a conversation with uh, a couple earlier on this week uh, or last week and uh, I could I could just sense that there was kind of a, a stress because you know they had arrived uh, without you know being completely prepared for our meeting and that mm-hmm. kind of thing and you know that I got an email later on uh, saying you know kind of, uh, expressing just a, a little bit of uh, apologies and that kind of thing mm-hmm. and I was like you know don't don't stress out and you know, we we talked a little bit about about their kids yeah right, so they kind of got a couple of um, couple of kids that I've known for uh, for a while pretty much all their lives now mm-hmm. and so I, I always ask for pictures just to see you know uh, kind of how they're going yeah. and that kind of thing and so I just told them. Like I was just amazed by, by how how big they are now, and and, and you know uh, so I talked to him you know, and I uh, responded back and said you know don't worry about it, uh, you know we know that that life happens yeah right it's it's uh, pretty common and we understand that everybody's been so busy lately and one thing that I said it was you know looking at those those little faces mm-hmm. right kind of helps put things into perspective yes and I think it's really important if your why is big enough if your why truly matters to you then the details tend to work themselves out. Your why is a clue into your values. Mm-hmm. If you you know, are really focused on education for your kids, then your why might be, you know, I'm not going to go make this emotional purchase because it's going to make it impossible for me to put the funds back that I need to to help my kids if that's important to you. Mm-hmm. If your why is that you and, and are planning a big trip and you need to be mindful of your budget right now, then hang up pictures of where you want to go. Right. If your why is retirement, maybe you're already focused on that, which is great. I hope you are at least a little bit. Um, Then making small changes today can add up to a lot later. So you got to first define that. Mm -hmm. And and it's got to be detailed. It can't just be like, I want to be rich. Well, okay, rich is very subjective. Mm -hmm. You know, we've we've seen all levels of wealth and probably nobody thinks they're rich, no matter how much money they have. That's a common thread, yeah. (laughs) Um, We've talked about lifestyle inflation. But it is, you've got to define your values so that you can make your decisions through that lens. Mm-hmm. I love how, how you said, you know, just to, to put the you know printouts uh, and things that remind you of your goals all over the place, mm-hmm. uh, right? Because I, and that's just a daily reminder and uh, that gives you that, that motivation, kind of zeroes in on what it is that you're working for every day. Yes. And then if you're struggling with that emotional buying and you're getting ready to make that purchase, ask yourself, Does this move you closer to your goals? Because if it's not a need, 
and it doesn't move you closer to your goals, maybe it's something that you need to delay for now. Mm-hmm. The big one, does your budget allow for the purchase? Yeah. And that's something that we don't always like to think about. Uh, I think it's it's always easier to just buy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially nowadays, I think because we're so electronic, we don't feel the pain of money. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't feel it coming through our hands. Like when you're paying cash for something, you feel a actual response. There's been studies done mm-hmm. on brain activity when someone swipes a card, when someone just hits enter on a website or when somebody uses cash. Website was the lowest level of stress. Card was next. Cash was way higher on the scale of stress seen in their body. So we feel the payment when we pay it with cash. Um, And I'm not saying you need to pay with cash, but just because we are not doing that very much Mm -hmm. anymore. um, I mean, people don't even really own checkbooks anymore, I hear. I have one, but my understanding is that most people in your generation just don't even have one. Yeah, no, I I mean, I I have one, but I rarely ever use it. And so with that, I think it's, it's easier to overspend because you're not keeping that tally like you used, like people used to do. Mm-hmm. So, it, and then going back to the budget, if you don't have one, that could be part, step one for you when it comes to your emotional spending is mm-hmm. have a budget. Not that you can't spend anything. We're not telling you that. We're not advocates for living off of, you know, ramen noodles and peanut butter sandwiches unless you have to. But uh, I heard this quote once and it stuck with me and it said, discipline is choosing what you want most over what you want now. And it's, it's just about seeing over the momentary need or once to decide if it's truly something that's going to be important to you later. I mean, even think about like Christmas, how many times have you gotten a gift that you, when your parents, I've done this with my kids to test it, like two months after Christmas, Hey, what was your favorite gift from Christmas? And Mm -hmm. half the time they're like, Oh, what did I get for Christmas? (laughs) Like they don't even remember. And I had all of this like emotional weight on me to make sure they had this awesome Christmas and they don't oh, even man. remember what I got them. That's it is tough. like, oh. but I mean, we're the same way. Yeah. When you really think about the things we buy, often they're really not that important to us mm-hmm. two weeks later, even. True. Well, so that if gives it's, me oops, if ahead. it's killing your budget, yeah. right? Maybe it's time not to do that. That gives me a good tip. Uh, whenever uh, you know, I become a parent, whenever that is, um, that as soon as they f- can't remember their Christmas presents, that's when it stops. That's it. No more Christmas presents. Okay, next year. Mark. Done. This is like one Dunzo. of those like when I'm a parent. All you parents out there, you know what I'm talking about. When I'm a parent, okay, we'll we'll check back with you in a few years, buddy. They're gonna be grateful. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, so that kind of reminds me. Uh, going back to you know the the feelings that we were talking about earlier and uh, um, achievement versus entitlement. Entitlement. Yes. So uh, for me, the, the main reason why I say that is, you know, because anytime that, that we are willing to uh, overpay, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, by that, I mean, putting something on a credit card where you're going to end up paying more than what it actually mm-hmm. shows on that sticker, right? On that, uh, on the price tag. Uh, it's because, you know, we haven't actually saved up the money to actually yes. earn it. Yes. Right. And if, if that money is not there, then you know, you haven't really uh, worked to be able to get to where you can make that purchase responsibly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good way to put it. If you can't make the purchase responsibly, then it needs to pause. I think that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So good one there, Mark. Good exactly. one. Now your parenting advice, not so much, but you know, that was good. That no. was gold. But I mean, <laughs> let's talk about the positive side though, because this is something that one of our coworkers has done and it, and it, I basically just called it creating a celebration fund. Mm. If you are the type of person that loves to celebrate life's moments, that's okay. Celebrating your achievements is healthy. 
but overspending to do so isn't. So our coworker, Scott, has a planned spontaneity account is what he calls it. Mm -hmm. A certain amount of every paycheck. He's never told us how much, honestly, but he has it. It goes into a savings account. Plan spontaneity, huh? Sounds, Plan spo- sounds like something. one of them jumbo shrimps. <laughs> <laughs> Plan spontaneity. That's a grown-up thing, okay? When you're a parent again, you'll get it. No. But what he does is he sets a little money aside every paycheck so that when he has one of those moments where he wants to have the ability to just go do something spontaneous that would be outside of his normal budget, he's already got funds set mm-hmm. aside to do so. Yeah. And I'm sure it makes it guiltless, right? Yes. And I mean, I've told the story about going to Disney. I've been now three times. I got to go a couple of weeks ago with our um, high school okay. as a chaperone. Very different experience, but it was really fun. <laughs> but the first time I went versus the second time I went with my kids, the first time I went, I prepaid for almost everything. So our meals were covered. Hotel was covered. Tickets were covered, all of that prepaid for it. And then we had just a little bit of, you know, fun money that I mm-hmm. gave the kids for each, literally like $10 a day. They were little, they didn't care. <laughs> um, and then the second time we came, the hotel was covered, the tickets were covered in advance, but the food wasn't. Um, and so seeing that every single day, spending that money, it took some of the joy out of it for me, honestly, yeah. because I was just seeing the bills rack up. And there was one particular meal that was like $350. And had Ooh. I known on the front end what it would cost, we just would not have done it. Right. But I didn't know because the last time we came, mm-hmm. we had such a good experience there, but I wasn't seeing that dollar amount come out. Yeah. So I didn't know. Yeah. And and I, I will say, ha- had I had a planned budget that was realistic for that trip, I would have been mm-hmm. able to enjoy it more the second time. But it did take some of the joy out of it for me, knowing that I was coming home to a bigger bill than I had planned for. Yeah. Yeah. I can totally get that. So, okay, big question here. Did you go to the new Star Wars park? I did. I did. And I got to do Rise of the Resistance. Uh It was worth every second of the two-hour wait. It was an experience. I'm just telling you, if you go, (laughs) just wait in the line because it's absolutely worth it. Uh, Um, I I won't give details here because I don't want to get in trouble with anybody, but I will tell you offline it was that good. Wow. Um, But it is time for us to finish up. So let's talk about our two cents. I'm just going to tell you, ask yourself... Do you need to shop or do you want to shop before you make the purchase? Do you need the things that are in your cart before you do that? So check your feelings before you check your cart. Oh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you feel like you're emotionally spending, take steps to rein it back in. A great first step is to remove your cards from your online uh, purchasing apps. Yes. So thank you guys so much for joining us on Talking Sense. I hope we've given you something you can take and apply to your situation or maybe help your friends out. I don't know. But that's our two cents for today. Join us on our next episode when we talk about three obstacles that are getting in the way of your financial independence. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Gym Walt team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Or you can call our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment, and no strategy can assure success. Jim Walt Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC.